Good morning and welcome to another edition of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I'm your host, Becky Easton. And this is the first of our episodes that also features exclusive content for subscribers on Red Circle. We are also taking some video today and that will be available exclusively to our subscribers at at least a $10 level. So if you generously give $10 or more to the show, you will be able to watch as well as listen to me today and occasionally in the future. So just head on over to our podcast homepage at um, bit.ly forward slash F-W-O-M podcast. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash F is in family, W is in wealth, O as in other, M is in musings podcast. And that, again, is our homepage. So you can subscribe and or donate or um, just catch up on episodes that you've missed. So with a quick, quick disclaimer that unless we have an agreement in place, I am not your lawyer and nothing I say should be construed as legal, financial, business or tax advice because I do not know anything about your unique situation. So I want to speak today to the entrepreneurs out there. In 2021, 5.4 million new businesses were started, according to the U.S. Business Formation Statistics. And in the first three months of 2022, over 1.26 million applications have been filed. That is a lot of new businesses. And if you are one of those thinking about starting a new business, you find all sorts of advice about how to go about getting your new adventure off the ground. Indeed, there are entire websites devoted to this topic. Yet, with so much information out there, it's hard to know what you should pay attention to and what you can ignore. So to make things simple, we've compiled a list of six essential strategies for getting your new business up and running with the least amount of hassle and risk. And so number one, you wanna be sure that you're solving a problem. One of the best ways to come up with a winning business idea is to design your product or service to solve a specific problem. For example, in my law firm, we help educate our clients about the law and how that relates to their families, their assets, and their businesses if they go into the hospital or die. It's definitely a problem that most will recognize, but getting started or working through the process can often be overwhelming or confusing. We aim to make the process simple and straightforward for our clients. By fixing a problem, you have a solid customer base right out of the gate, who likely won't need much selling, provided your solution actually works. If possible, try to create your business around a problem you faced yourself, like failed estate planning in my family. That way, you'll truly understand and trust the value your company offers. If your business truly helps improve people's lives, your success is virtually guaranteed. Next, stop waiting and start doing. And while this may seem counterintuitive, it's often better to launch your business before you feel like your product is 100% perfect. Delaying your start is often an unconscious way of procrastinating. And besides, you'll probably never feel like your business concept is totally perfect. Best to launch fast before anyone else beats you to market or before you second guess yourself out of launching at all. 
From there, you can adapt and perfect your solution with a small group of paying customers to whom you should give special attention in order to guarantee their happiness and loyalty. The most effective way to learn is to get your product into people's hands or get your service into people's lives and see how they like it. Just keep in mind, you should be prepared to fail, learn from your mistakes, and keep iterating until you get things right. Number three, you wanna keep it simple. When you come up with a great business idea, it's tempting to imagine all the possibilities of where it might go, and then try to add all of those things into your launch. But narrow your focus and costs by making your solution as effective as possible without getting too elaborate or complicated. Consider the minimum viable product, or MVP, often talked about in the tech sector. What's the minimum you can offer and get res the results you envision for the people you serve? Offer that first and build it up from there. Once your company is up and running and you've got some income and customers, it will be much easier and affordable to add additional features. Number four, be passionate but self-aware. The most successful business ideas are ones that are near and dear to your heart. Focusing on something you're passionate about will help keep you motivated to do whatever it takes to succeed. And that said, just being passionate won't guarantee success. It takes a certain mindset to endure the rigors of entrepreneurship. So unless you're comfortable taking risks, learning from failure, and working harder than you ever have before, you might wanna rethink things. When things get challenging, and they definitely will, this mix of passion and fortitude will allow you to stay the course. Number five, cover your assets. Although a sole proprietorship is the quickest, easiest, and least expensive way to structure your business, these entities provide zero protection for your personal assets. If your business is set up as a sole proprietorship and your company goes into serious debt or gets hit with a costly lawsuit, your home and life savings could be at risk. Rather than taking the easy route, invest the time and money to set your business up as a limited liability company or a corporation. Both entities not only offer you liability protection for your personal assets, but they also come with significant tax savings benefits as well. And then number six, establish a solid foundation. Starting a business involves establishing the proper legal, insurance, financial, and tax foundation to support your vision and goals. At the very minimum, you need a legal entity in the right state and of the right type, some basic legal agreements, and intellectual property protections like copyrights and trademarks, and you'll also need basic insurance coverage, financial tracking and reporting systems, and tax planning. You may be able to do some of this yourself, but to ensure you get things 100% correct, if you're in Arizona or Colorado, you can consult with us as your personal family lawyer. We can offer you this kind of support, whether you've yet to open your doors, have started a company but haven't set up your Lyft systems yet, or have some systems in place but you aren't sure whether they've been set up correctly, contact us to schedule a session. If you are not in Arizona or Colorado, you can find a trained family business lawyer at familybusinesslawyer.co. Most small business owners don't really think that they need to hire a lawyer, and perhaps this is why roughly half of all businesses fail within the first five years. On the other hand, 
The most successful companies wouldn't dream of not having a lawyer on their team. By working with us, your local personal family lawyer, or with an, a lawyer who has been trained as a family business lawyer, you will have your very own outsourced legal counsel to offer you this kind of trusted guidance. Startups can be risky ventures, but with the proper planning and support, you can beat the odds. Again, if you're in Arizona or Colorado and find that this is something you'd like to discuss further, you can hop on my calendar for a 15-minute call by calling my front desk at 480-999-4455 or going directly to bit.ly forward slash call Easton Law. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash C-A-L-L-E-A-S-T-O-N L-A-W. And if you're not in Arizona or Colorado, you can find a personal family lawyer near you by going to personalfamilylawyer.com. Or if you're looking for a specially trained family business lawyer, you can go to familybusinesslawyer.co. Family Wealth and Other Musings is now available for download on most platforms. So wherever you get your podcasts, you can find me. And if you felt so inclined to support the show by liking, following, subscribing, commenting, donating, or leaving a review, I would truly appreciate it. You'll ultimately help boost the show and help more people find me and help me talk to more people. And also, if you ever have an idea for an episode or something you'd like to hear more about, I'm all ears. So thanks again for listening to this episode. This has been Family Wealth and Other Musings, and I'm your host, Becky Easton. Have a great day.